This is for all the girls who grew up without strong geek role models to help them discover their geek dreams. For everyone who's ever been quizzed about their video game knowledge because girls have plenty. Geek Hearing is working to bring female identifying geeks into the prime to be the role models, dreams, and voices. About to show these boys how we do it. Higher, further, faster, baby. It's not about deserve. I'm not an owl! A girl has no name. There is something supernatural at work here. It's about what you believe. Did I stop on your mom? The Guardian Leviosa. now on, you do as I tell you. May the odds be ever in your favor. Are you ready for this? Are you ready for this? Welcome to Geek Herring, a critical geek culture podcast where we talk about intersectional and inclusive feminism in a male-dominated environment. Hi, I'm Amanda, and with me today is my wonderful, hilarious, awesome, and wearing a shirt that does not say Go Find Jesus, but in fact says Go Find Less. Sweatshirt. Did I already say sweatshirt? It's Bonnie! <laughs> I didn't get the ending of this when you were trying to portray, but yeah, I really hi! I lost my train of thought, but it's Bonnie who's here with me. It's no one else. It's 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 Bonnie! <laughs> Hello. I'm not Jesus. I also don't wear a Jesus t-shirt or a sweatshirt or a hoodie or whatever. Um, it's Go Find Less from Elise Myers. She's currently selling more merch, so you should all go and get some. There's more like these and there's some other one, cool ones as well. <laughs> so, yeah. Hi. Hello, hi. Amanda. How are you doing? Happy I'm, Tuesday. I'm doing good. Thanks. Well, thanks. It's Tuesday. Um, I don't know where this week has gone. I have so much work to do by the end of the month, which is today. And um, I haven't finished it. Um, like, literally, I have so much to do by the end of this day. And I'm like, mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's already three o'clock. there's enough hours in my day for me to actually do this work. It's fine, though. It's fine. You can do it like I do it and stay up until 2 a.m. to finish this shit. <sighs> yeah, that might be happening tonight. But usually when I get back from boxing, I'm like, good for nothing. So we'll see. How was boxing last week? It, I, it was good. It was very, very difficult. Um, because I hadn't been for like a month at all. Yeah. And But it was good. Um, I like drank my water faster than I've ever drank a liter of water in my life. Um, and the instructor was <laughs> all like, you good there? And I was like, oh, yeah, yeah. Fine. <laughs> <laughs> Love that for you. Yeah. But cool. But you you didn't fall back into another health down. But stayed healthy, so that's all good. So mm-hmm. yay, back to boxing. Woohoo. Woohoo. Yes. It's good. And then I actually can't wait to be back from Florida when I can redo, like, get my gym membership again. Because it's I, I let it run, mm-hmm. run out because I'm not going to be here for three weeks. And mm-hmm. um, so there's no point in paying for something that I'm not going to use. And uh, so I'm just waiting. But I'm like, oh, I, I can't relate. I'm still sponsoring. I have never <laughs> been this person who's like, oh, I really wish that I was going to the gym with Kathy. Like really enjoying the, the friendship, the fun and, and, and the, the working out together. Um, and I'm like, hmm, how did this happen? How did I become this person? <laughs> Jamanda. I mean, there are more things that I can't relate with. It's the looking forward to going to the gym bit, but it's also the the I'm not using it, so I'm not paying for it bit. Um, considering I'm still sponsoring the Square Enix charity for the last five or six years while I've 
barely played. So I feel like this poor, poor company really needs some money desperately and I'm giving it to them regularly because <sighs> there might be an off chance of me having an itch and then wanting to play again. <laughs> Even though this off chance is very rare and it's barely happening. <laughs> <laughs> I just realized the tag that I used was LGBTQIA plush instead of plus. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Didn't know it was I that mean, kind apparently of stream, now but... we're furries too. Yep. But <laughs> here we are. <laughs> Sorry. I just saw that no one was looking at it. I was like, this is not plus. What is this? <laughs> Anyway, tempted to explore. Anyways, how are you? I'm doing well. I have a bit of a headache, but I think it's because, as you can see on stream, but not on the podcast, it is very sunshiny today and very warmy. And it wasn't very that um, for a while. So I feel like the temperature is getting to me <laughs> like the old lady that I am. Oh, bless. <laughs> Um, so yeah, that's, and, um, and also, as you say, the day is going too fast, um, and I have so much to do and this is not exciting, um, but it needs to be done. So it will be a longer night today again. While yesterday I took it quite slow, but then somehow it kind of ran past me and it's already four here now. So I feel like <sighs> things. I understand. I've lost so much time today because I went to go get my hair done. And then that t takes ages. And then I had to go to the store on the way home. And that took ages. And then when I got back to my little village, there are three roads that go to my house. And all three of them were closed. And I was like, how do what? I get home? <laughs> like, there was signs that said road closed on all three ways to my house. And I was like, but but I lived. How, how, do, how do I get home? Um, so I was, like, driving around my little village shouting, like, let me home <laughs> let me home it's like the one time there was a sporting event in our town and they blocked off everything because people were running there and at the end of it i left house and i passed it and went out of the barricades uh, to pick up food and when i came back the guy didn't let me in anymore so I was standing, even though nobody, even even though nobody was running anymore because it was the end of the thing and i just passed the guy 10 minutes before he didn't let me in anymore fucking can't still so annoyed when i think about this now but it's not great if you're almost home and you're not really home it's so upsetting <laughs> so upsetting i turned because around three times no <laughs> this is this is this is too much but today we're coming with a deeper topic well maybe not with a deeper topic but I don't know how deep it's, it's going to go, but the intention it could be was deeper. Deep. It's like, it's one of these topics that we, we were, full disclosure, we were going to record a geek girl in the news today. And then I was like, no, <laughs> no, I have thoughts. We need to talk about this. <laughs> Which is good. Um, <laughs> I mean, also kind of interesting, but good at the same time. I liked it. So I was like, yeah, let's do that. Mm hmm. Manda came to me and phrased it more like, not the way we phrased it in the title, which is like, you do you or why the patriarchy can suck it. <laughs> yeah, I said something different. Where is it? 
I I'm just scared to bring up anywhere. our private te- text, but I said an episode on life markers, living to others' expectations, and finally allowing yourself to be free from all that bullshit and accept your weirdness. Yes. So Tell me how that came about. about. No, because that might be uh, disrespecting some boundaries. Oh, um, okay. But, well, okay, I'll, it came up kind of related to a question of the day in a Discord server that I am in. And See, I was thinking quite, about this story. Like, what do you want? <laughs> sorry. No, I, I didn't want to over overstep personal sharing boundaries. But I meant the Discord story. There you go. There it is. Um, so it, that and, and my my brain was like, okay. And then I didn't want to be all, well, I mean, you know how I can get um, and be like, <laughs> fuck society. Who says who has what standards? Fuck the patriarchy. We can do what you want um, in there. And I was like, so I'll just do it over here with you. <laughs> I'm sad we can't we can't get annoyed at other people's in other people. Well, we can, but but well, basically, I think that's something that's that's kind of um, I lo- I don't know what the English word for it is 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 word. always what what's the German word? Now that you ask me, I also forgot it. <laughs> What? It's hilarious. I don't even, I totally forgot my entire train of thought right now. Okay. Oh, it, it, it's begleiten uns. So we, it, Charlie helped me. What is begleiten? It, it accompanies us, kind of like that. I'm not sure it's the right word. Uh, through basically everything we do anyway, because we are like, fuck all of this. We're going to do what we want and whatever. But then I feel <laughs> we've hit the point in our life. <laughs> Where where all of us have like this wonderful, like I've been at my first 30, 40th birthday party last weekend and it is so wild to watch literally everyone <laughs> um, sitting in the middle of the midlife crisis and like you're part of it, like you as a person, like me as a person, I'm in the middle of one and literally everybody around me was in one. And then with everybody I talk to that's around my age, everybody's experienced some different kind of, of midlife crisis. <laughs> Gemma saying she's marrying her midlife crisis. Like, and I feel this comes with, and I feel we've always been this, fuck it, we do what we want, fuck the patriarchy, fuck, like, the typical standard of how you do life, like, the getting kids at 20 and getting, no, getting, that's the wrong, that's the wrong way around, because you're supposed to be doing it, exactly, you're supposed to be doing it with finding a partner, then moving in together, then you get married, and then you then you have babies and then I don't know what then is going on with your life. But like there, there is some standard that you're supposed to follow. And we've always been the kind of like, fuck all of that. We do what we want kind of thing. But it's still, we still like live in this society that's kind of expecting you to follow it, which I think comes with its own problems. And it has always pissed me the fuck off. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because like you say, you, you went, through through some some of the major lifestyle li- or life markers that society expects you to do but then there's like get a driver's license get an education um get a good job get a promotion um reach the top of your promotion tree retire die um like it's very <laughs> these are the retire things you lie. do uh these are the things that you are 
expected to do because the patriarchy tells you. And we do live in a patriarchal society and it's bullshit most of the time, um, like 99% of the time, right? And um, we we don't need to do, like pres prescribe to what everybody else does. Like march to the beat of your own drum. I actually had that on a poster in the 90s um, because it's super cool. Because <laughs> hashtag super cool. <laughs> I mean, in the nineties, we didn't have hashtags, but in in like in hindsight, it was hashtag super cool. <laughs> it was totally, totally. There was another one, um, and it was a, a monkey, and it had headphones on, and it said, "I don't know where I'm going, but I've got the beat." <laughs> <laughs> I feel that kind of a bit ties into the latest, or like what? No, not the latest, but the previous whack episode where where. I think we underestimate the the power that society has on us, despite um, feeling like we we are doing it. We're not doing it the way they want anyway. But you still because you still live in the society that is putting that amount of pressure on you to and is looking at you weird because you're kind of weird. Like when I go to all these all these celebrations. Or like all these class reunion things and then i was always the only one who wasn't married who didn't have children who who did all the the school things and who's working on her own <laughs> with something that nobody ever understands like in my old in my direct surroundings literally nobody gets what i'm doing for a living <laughs> Mm -hmm. <laughs> so so it's always you always uh, the odd one out in a weird way and at the same time i sometimes feel i'm so ridiculously normal and ordinary <laughs> that i'm like i'm not that special like i'm just just weird i'm just sit at home all the time and i'm like not that i say that i'm weird but maybe i'm not that like i question my weirdness in it all in a way some mm -hmm. very very strange sometimes yeah like you text me back and you're like i love this idea um but you know, that's not me. And I was like, um, yes, it is. <laughs> of course it is. <laughs> and you're like, oh, yeah, LOL. <laughs> so it is. Like, um, I mean, yeah, yes, in a way, it's like, uh, sometimes I wonder if I just make myself sound more unnormal than I am. Like, I don't know, it's really difficult to explain this feeling of feeling really ultimately very, very ordinary. Like, I have no other stories to tell in a way. I don't know. It's just it's just a weird core feeling that I'm just just so boringly normal and I'm not very interesting. And I'm just, I don't know, I'm just, I don't know, making it up with saying weird shit most of the time. Mood. Do you have that too? Is that just me? You're just like, you're just like, yeah. Yeah. Like... I, I've always felt um, quite the odd one out when it, uh, with my family. Um, my cousins are all wonderful people. Hello, cousins, if you're listening to this. I don't know if any of you do. <laughs> um, and I love them all. And they have all more or less followed the get your driver's license, go to post-secondary education, um, find a partner, marry the partner, have a baby, have a career. And like they're all doing it. And and that's wonderful, and and the babies are all very cute. I'm um, like I have, I'm just like yay. But like me, I have not done that at all, and I've always felt like oh well, they're doing like the life stuff that you're supposed to do, and I'm moving to Scotland. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Um, so that wasn't <laughs> okay. Interesting. Um, and then I'm like oh well, oh well, now I'm dating a woman. Well, that doesn't fit into what my family's doing. Okay. <laughs> um, and 
now then I moved to Northern Ireland and like I'm doing this weird job that no one really understands, which is <laughs> fine by me. Um, but like I'm not married. I'm I don't have babies. I don't really have any desire to have babies. Um, I still don't really know what I'm doing with my life and I'm almost 40 and like all of this stuff. And it's just like, so what? Be the weird one. Do the weird things. I wonder how much people just fake that they are having their shit figured out though. Like, mm. and how much we assume other people have figured it out and they actually didn't, haven't figured it out at all. <laughs> Mood. It's for sure. <laughs> Lisa says I don't want to be weird no more. Like, I feel, you know, in a way we're all, all like, this is, this is the two hearts beating in my chest, right? The one is like where I feel like we all are really weird. Like we're all just weird. And if I look at it from the outside, I do think I'm weird in relation to my in relation to my surroundings like i live in the countryside where there's like everything is super hom hom super the same i don't homogenous is homogenous. that a word it is homogenous yeah um in german it's a word i have no idea how to pronounce it in english but homogenous like you have like the, the same cookie cutter everything and yes there are, everybody has that drama like the ones are getting divorced and the other ones are, but like the, the, the system is kind of and the, the pattern is like always the same and if I look at it like that and compare myself to that then I'm definitely the weird one out right mm. but then if I if I sit with myself in my place in my house I don't feel I just feel like me <laughs> And I don't think I personally am very interesting, <laughs> but in relation to other people, I feel I'm, I am different to those. Mm -hmm. And again, I see that when I, I don't know, go places and whatever, I'm like, and I always wasn't, to be fair, like I was the one that didn't want to go out at 15 and hook up with a random bunch of people just because I'm 15 and I think I need to do this. Like I always like, stayed at home did the internet thing until like 2am in the morning it came full circle really let's be honest that's true <laughs> yeah um i remember being like all the way back in high school um no maybe started even before that when i did middle school in pennsylvania and it was very like very clicky and very like you had to be friends with certain groups of people in order to kind of fit in and it was very like just a much different space um to be in and each year of my middle school um I was friends with a completely different group of people um and the second year I was friends with a group of guys and like then it was just it was me and this group of guys and it was fantastic it was actually probably one of my favorite years um because just it was it was really enjoyable to hang out with those guys actually they're great I miss them anyways random um and the next year I was friends with a group of girls. I'm not sure why. I just like floated group to group and like these were my friends this year. And um, they were all quite weird um, in a good way, of course. And then I moved back to Canada for high school and found a group of very weird people, which is fantastic because there were like <laughs> my, my closest friends from that group um, are very non-traditional as well. Um, and so it definitely helped um, solidify like me being an absolute weirdo as well. Um, but looking back, like if, if I had continued um, in high school in Pennsylvania where I was growing up, I was like, I wonder, because so many of my friends had like, like my friends that were in one of the three social groups that I was in, 
had teenage pregnancies. They had drug overdoses. They like ran away from home. And I was like, would that have been me had I been there? And like, I, I, I do often question that. Like, I, I don't think it would because I, I, but I don't know because it's like what I have just followed along with society, like what people expected of the people at that high school, which was kind of the rougher high school in the area. And like, would I have just been like, this is what the society expects of us. Obviously not in those teenage words because teenage brain. Mm. Um, and like, that's what I'll do. Um, that's more like a self-fulfilling prophecy kind of thing. Right. Mm. Um, as opposed to just being my weird self um, in my weird Canadian high school, which apparently is like the roughest where I grew up, but that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> the roughest. Yeah. I mean, I do, like Gemma also says, the circumstances influences a, a lot in that way. And I do think so too. Like, and sometimes it just needs the wrong kind of people to get in the wrong kind of circles and doing really stupid shit. Mm -hmm. um, I don't know. I don't know if I, I probably, I don't know if I probably, maybe I always think I'm this, 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 I, <laughs> I think in my teenage years, I was not very, and, but then on the other hand, maybe I was, I was not very anti-establishment, but at the same time, I kind of must've been because otherwise I would have gone out with everybody else and done all the stupid shit at the same time, but I didn't because I felt really bad doing it. And it made me f like went home crying after like one of those and i was like i hate this i don't want to do this and never and nobody likes me and everybody hates me and blah 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 and so 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 maybe i would have but it, i also made it i don't know i also made it very much dependent on whether or not boys liked me at the time mm. and nobody liked me because it was weird and fat and, and nobody gave a shit about that if you ran around with like half supermodels or whatever um like you do when you go out. Like who who gives a like that's why I hate going out. It's so so annoying and who gives a shit? Mm -hmm. Because everybody just focuses on this one. And I was never I mean in hindsight I know why. <laughs> but I was never really I think I have zero sexual energy. <laughs> and I think that's not what people were after back in those days. <laughs> so 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 I think that was also bits of why I was like not feeling comfortable there in the slightest which now which now that i realize why that's been the case because i don't give a shit about that but but um it's just something that that change that, that makes everything a bit different i <laughs> said it's helpful sometimes in yeah literally um <laughs> so yeah yeah and I, I just think it's really hard to find your way in like i think it's hard in every stage of your life in a way to find your way and stick to your own guts um because there is so much that you start to question immediately around this like mm -hmm. you question it as a teenager you don't feel like you belong and then you do things you might not want to do and you not listen to yourself as much as you would have otherwise done if you felt i don't know more comfortable in yourself or trusted yourself more in your own decisions and what you want to do and again like Gemma said the outside circumstances influence you a lot during that because all you want to do is be liked right so you do things so you get liked and you, do, you maybe make decisions that aren't great and not what you would otherwise have otherwise have done and then you grow older <laughs> and then you develop this opinion and then all of a sudden you realize well maybe that's not my opinion i don't know and then you question yourself again I, life is full of questioning all the time and it's fucking mm -hmm. annoying oh, ain't that the truth um 
And there's no bad thing in questioning life and question like if if it's coming from a place of like introspection and yourself, I think. Um, but it, it it can be exhausting, especially when when that comparison comes in and you see what other people are doing and you see what society like expects you to do and all those questions from like relatives being like, well, when are you going to have a baby? When are you getting married? When are you going to get a real job? When are you going to insert something shit here? And it's like, I don't want to do any of that stuff. Mm. Um, and that's okay. And I think that that we need more talk and more permission to be ourselves and do life on our own schedule. Because you, uh, your personal schedule is the only one that that matters your personal timeline is the only one that makes a difference in your life like you don't need to live your life to somebody else's expectations and the timeline that they think you should have because Mm. shoulds are mostly bullshit um just (laughs) do what makes you happy in the timeline that makes you happy and i know it's hard not to compare yourself to other people but don't (laughs) don't compare yourself to other people Gemma has posted a quick novel in chat, so I'm just going to read that out. And that's part of human evolution. In terms of brain development, the reason that happens, rebellion and peer bonding, is due to what parts of your br- our brain of our brain are developing. Once you're older, your brain is fully developed and you can better process things and the biological urges change. Not biological like having kids, biological like how we form bonds to other people and how we can see uh, yourselves in that from a psychology brain perspective. Bullshit. I like bullshit. Bullshit. That's a bullshit. Bullshit. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, yes, that's true. But I feel like, like... Yes, I agree. Well, like, obviously, it's scientifically right, I guess. Um, I think you, we also put ourselves into some pre- pre- some kind of prison of our own mind, unrelated to how old we are sometimes. And I'm just going to make an example now. Mm-hmm. And I don't, we've been, like, kind of egging around this for a long time. For, well, for, for a long time, it's, unre- it's not true. So I am very spiteful human being, right? Spite. <laughs> we, we know... We, we, we know... Hi, Yoshi. We know that the way I live my life is 90% because of spite and other, the rest of it is food. <laughs> like People are like, really? I had no idea. So, Surprise, brand new information. Shocking, brand new information. It's not like this podcast happened from spite or whatever or anything else in my life happened from spite. So especially during those high breeding times when literally everybody literally everyone around me was starting to throw out babies and people asked of me to be like really like throwing out babies as well i was like fuck all of this shit you can you can all fuck off my body my choice i do whatever the fuck i want i remember i said to my mother-in-law um, if there is not something run around, running around with four legs and a tail, my uterus is out of order anyway. All shit like that, right? Oh, the stream is broken. Yeah, it's janky hello, hello. To me as well. You're janky to me, Moni, so I think it's your internet. It says it's fine. Are we moving? Yeah, it seems to be back now. Are we back? <laughs> Throw up babies, is that how it works? Okay, cool. Throw up babies. <sighs> okay. So I was like very anti all of that. And I do have very strong opinions about 
people and parents because I do think people that become parents are a pain in the fucking ass and they stand behind the statement still. However, I have reached a point in my life where I found myself thinking about this now. It must be the patriarchy making messing up the internet. Exactly. Um, and having active discussions with my partner about making babies, right? And I feel like I've... And on the one hand, it's nobody's business but mine and my, my partner's. But at the same time, I feel like I'm betraying myself and what I said the last 10 years because I am I'm so anti and I was so anti all of this. And I still am to, for a lot of it, like about a lot of it. But at the same time, I'm like, huh, <laughs> look at this. I didn't think that was ever come for me at all. But here I am sitting in it. and And now I'm dealing with the shit of like, I was talking shit about this for years and years and years and years and years. And I still think it's very valid and I think I'm right about this. <laughs> but at the same time, I'm like... <laughs> at the same time, I'm like... Oh my God, I'm betraying my own principle with principles with this as well. So yeah, it's very, very... very so, so you also need to fight the bullshits in your own mind sometimes about what what is expected of you what you are expecting of yourself which image you create with about around yourself and for yourself at the same time and maybe that changes too and it's just really fucking weird to all of a sudden sit in it i don't know yeah i i absolutely get that because you you go through life believing one thing of yourself like i don't want babies i never want babies i absolutely don't want babies and now it's like um Oh, maybe I do want babies. And like, because we're a little bit later in the baby making life world that biologically makes things easier. Um, um, it also makes it a bit of a challenge mm. to, I lost my train of thought there, um, uh, makes it a bit of a challenge to, um, accept your own change. And then it also, it, it's more difficult when you're a bit later in life as well. These things. Yeah. Um, so, but, you know, it, it's all, however, it, I don't know. I just think, like, we're allowed to change our minds. We're allowed to see how our circumstances affect our life. Like, um, Gemma never thought that she would be comfortable living with someone, and now she can't wait to move in with her, with her fiancé. Um, Gemma also didn't expect to, to move intercontinentally, and here we are. <laughs> well, this is true. This is true. Um... <laughs> So life just has this funny way of working out um, on its own terms, in its own time. And it's probably going to be the right thing for you when it happens. Yeah. We'll cross the bridge when we get there. The bridge is on Friday. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, never mind. True. Can't wait. Um, yeah. yeah, it's like, weird. I don't think I necessarily want kids. There's nothing in me that's like, I really want kids. Um, and that's okay. But then I've also had like great role models in my life who don't have kids and are now like in their late seventies and have never had kids. And I, it's just like, okay, so you can have a valid and fulfilling and excellent life with not having kids. And then of course, like there's people in my life that do have, there's many people in my life that do have kids. Um, and it's <laughs> like, okay, so that's another way to have life. Like, like there are ways to have life that doesn't have to fit in the patriarchy's idea of it all. 
Yes, thank you. I was like, what am I trying to say? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And I I also don't think the thing comes up for me because, like, I don't, like, I can't even put my finger on it. It's not that desperate need of, I need one, otherwise my life will not be fulfilled or whatever. Like, Mm -hmm. I need to procreate, so, so stuff. But there is some place where I'm like, there is bits that I don't think, it's so hard to it's so hard to mention that um like not to make it's so hard to put words behind this it's this feeling of um this relationship to a child i think that is my biggest driver that's something that i don't necessarily think i wanted so much because all i saw was work 90 percent of the time and i'm very aware that it's like 120,000 percent work anyway but I think the relationship to a child is the thing that is pulling me the most at the moment about this. Mm. And it's not exactly. It's like, as Yuffie said, my friend's mom always told me kids are a choice, not a requirement. So do what's best for you and that can change. It's true. And I do think a lot of people see kids as a requirement and don't mm. think about what this entails if kids are your requirement to live life and to be in in a life I feel like. Like there's also a lot of pressure on the children because if you have kids only to make your life fulfilling, then what the fuck is wrong with you? And like, that's too big of a burden in my opinion to put on a child. And then at the same time, a lot of people don't make the choice and then they just get one and then the poor children or whatever. Like, I don't know. Yeah, for sure. Um, It's a big decision. Like kids change your, change your life. And mm. in so, so, so many ways, um, most most of them good, I think. Somebody I mean, with the, kids tell guess. me. I guess you don't know. I guess that's the thing. You get a package of things that you don't know if the changes in your life are the ones you want. I feel that's the, the biggest issue, the biggest thing with it. I think. Mm-hmm. Like sometimes, I I think like we because I I obviously I have a lot of love to give. Um, and uh, as most of you know, I'm very. I put my love out there and I, I like to, I like that. And, um, when there are, there are times when I think about like, oh, if I don't have kids, will I like, what do I do with all of this love? There's only so much love I can give like Tom and, and like my friends, like, (laughs) um, so I don't know. I don't, it's a very complicated question. And then, but then I'm like, oh, well, you know, I'm getting a lot older now. Um, and do I want to be like the kind of person who has a baby now? And then is like 70 when my kid's like 35 and, um, that stuff. Um, and, but then, but then like, you have to think like, there's all other roads that you, that have babies too. Like there's adoption and there's, um, fostering and there's, um, being a godparent. There's being an awesome aunt. Like there's so many, I already checked so many awesome ways. Off. <laughs> <laughs> I'm already the too. best fucking aunt ever. <laughs> That's true. I am also an awesome aunt. Um, to just to just one one baby so far, two in June. Very excited. Woo woo. Um, but. Uh, yeah, like like Gemma says, and that's a point that I'm making. Like it's complicated, and no one can make your choice for you. Um, mm. And and that I think that that's like the real thing that I'm getting down to is like no one can make these choices for you and try not to beat yourself up if you're not doing what everybody expects you to do. Mm. I don't know. I mean, we should probably be generally, we should generally free ourselves of judgments 
from other people anyway because mm -hmm. it doesn't really matter it do no it does not matter not this doesn't not really it doesn't matter in the slightest and you are the only person who knows what's best for you sometimes anyway well you should be the person who knows what's best for you i feel like i don't always know that but yeah yeah and i also would like to read out what Gemma said because I, i i just read it and i'm like i relate to this so 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 much um, she said, sometimes I feel guilty because I'm happier without babies than I ever thought I could be. And I'm sometimes grateful because I couldn't do what I'm doing now if I had babies, but I'm just living life and making choices every day and we will see what happens. And like, mm. I really, really relate, Gemma, because I'm like, I couldn't do all the all the weird stuff I do right now if I had a baby with me. Um, like I couldn't take off to Canada well, for three months. I, I mean, I could because my mom would be like, woo, grandbaby. Um <laughs> I, to be honest i don't even think she would she once told me i'd be a terrible mom so i was like cool thanks mom wow <laughs> no i asked her because I, I i did go through a point where i was like do i want to be a mom and i was like mom do you think that i would be a good mom and she was like no not really <laughs> thanks what <laughs> thanks mom <laughs> holy shit um so uh that that was fun um then we laughed and i was like cool because uh, yep cool <laughs> Brutal. Harsh, honest harsh honest i don't know um, i don't I know i think i'd be a, a like 60 percent decent mom and then 40 percent locking myself away and neglecting the child um let's so. be honest i think that's like 90 percent of mothers but nobody tells you mm -hmm. i think that's also it like everybody expect mothers to be this grateful human being that they suddenly are able to care for a child when in fact it's also fucking terrible a lot of the time and you can't mm -hmm. you're not allowed to feel shit about it and i think that just makes it worse so i feel like i'm on a mission at the same time to be like i would mother the way i fucking want to mother my children will teach other children to swear <laughs> in kindergarten because fuck that like Mm -hmm. Why do we think the children are not able to swear right when they definitely start to swear as soon as they're like, what, 15, 16? Why the fuck are we pretending? Like, why the fuck are we pretending children aren't allowed to swear? Have you ever seen a toddler say shit? It's the cutest fucking thing. <laughs> and like, fuck my, my mom actively teaches like, and, and taught all of my nieces and nephews and is now teaching all of her great nieces and nephews to say shit. And as soon as they say it, she's like, I'm done now. Mission accomplished. Exactly. And I just think, and there are so many things about all of this where I'm like, I just want to fucking rock the boat with this and be all like, fuck you all. I don't know. I also don't think mothers know best all the time. Mothers think they know best, but I think a lot of the times mothers don't even know who their children really are, which is fine. And that's why that's why I also think that this, the notion of my mother is my best friend is also bullshit because your mother is your mother and your mother is not your best friend. <laughs> like, mm -hmm. yeah, that those are two different roles in your life that shouldn't be occupied by the same person. I feel you can have a good relationship to your mother, but if your mother is your best friend, then there's something in the system where I'm like, you really need an outside source that's not your family that that puts your head straight and gives you perspective. Mm -hmm. But like, my parents and my family don't know me at all as a person. What I really like, what I what I enjoy, like. They know how I do things, maybe because they know me for so long, but they don't know me, know me. Like, mm -hmm. and so, so they always pretend to know better than you. And we had that talk, like, Gemma and me last night were like, 
parents trying to trick the children into, I don't know, eating shit just because they have the power and stuff like that. I'm just like, exactly. And sometimes they don't even have idea about you as a child. Yeah, as you say, Liz. Mm -hmm. And I think, and like I that think that's fine. Mm -hmm. Sorry. It's okay. You think that leads? Um, it just leads back to something that Cheesy said earlier in the conversation as well about uh, like a expectation from your parents that's also adding to these mm. like societal issues um, and how like that is very much impacting because because you're always wanting to try to uh, I mean I, I can't say everyone is always trying to but as a child I always wanted to like you know live up to my parents expectations um, and and like do what they wanted me to do and be like a good child and um, do do all that stuff and like really when it comes down to it like I'm pretty sure that I am not living a life that either them envisioned for me however I'm also really lucky because my parents are fucking awesome and like they just want me to be happy um, and even though like they don't understand well mom now and dad didn't understand 90% of what's going on in my life they're still like good for you with a confused <laughs> look and uh, shaky thumbs up <laughs> I think that's also it, right? That especially the generation of our parents, they live so outside of, they have no understanding of what our life was like and how, what it was like. It is, I think it's such a different generation now than even compared to them because back when my parents grew up, you had like this, this was even worse. Like it was this, this plastered path of, of they even work in the same job as the parents did. And there was like this living in this gr in this big group family house where all the families live together and like multiple generations live together. That's what I meant, multi-generational house. Where, and they were all doing the same kind of thing. So you, at least you, the, old the older ones had some kind of idea what the, the newer generation was doing. But now we're not having any of that. Like they don't understand a single thing about what's going on with our life if they are not mm -hmm. like open and open to receiving and open to to know what 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 it is like like and being just interested in what's going on and i do think there are a lot who don't give a fuck and and mm -hmm. who 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 and i think that's the right to be like this too much for me i'm like I, I live my life i've done all that that's not what i want i'm like oh right but but i feel that makes it even more difficult because our futures were not even remotely on the screen <laughs> when they were growing up or during their life and all of a sudden all these mm -hmm. things are popping up all these different jobs are popping up all the different things are popping up and there's no way to wrap your head around all of that anymore anyway mm -hmm. tom and i were talking about something similar to this just last week or the week before about how when our parents were in their 30s and their mid to late 30s like they didn't have the options available that we have now like they had you know you had to get a job or stay like stay at home and look after the kids um, because mm. it was absolutely able to be affordable then to have one parent full time at home um, and like live on one salary. And like you, it, Tom even said like that his parents uh, in their like mid to late thirties wouldn't have even just felt comfortable wearing a t-shirt. Whereas like we wear t-shirts all the time. Like it had, it had to be more, formal like always like a, a collared shirt or a polo shirt or a dress shirt or something just to really mm -hmm. and and like interesting like, you, ha you, you they didn't make time for for having hobbies um on mm -hmm. the whole and um there was 
Like it was just, what, what did you do? You went to work, you came home, you had dinner, you watch TV, you go to bed, you get up and do it all again. Yeah, it's true. Um, mm. And so there, there, I think that there has definitely been a positive shift in society where people are more encouraged to explore hobbies, to get outside and do exercise or to uh, do something different at night as opposed to just like sit and watch TV. Um, and I'm not saying that there's like anything bad with sitting and watching yeah. TV. Like, I just want, really want to put that out there. But, like, I think um, there there has been a shift to explore different alternatives to TV. Yes. I also think it's because the way the workforce work changed. Because I remember when I was a child, my mother still had, like, a seven-hour work week. Uh, no, seven-hour. <laughs> <laughs> seven day work week like there was no weekend she had to work all seven and they like they reduced like the the, the like the working hours legally and things like that so that that made a lot of a massive change in how much time people had available for literally everything else and that's where then hobbies came to play in more as well mm -hmm. mm. Yeah, so that's also that and, and i think we we tend to this to go this way more anyway like maybe not necessarily every country but i do think as a whole because i think for example in the u.s the being in the workforce is still like the biggest driver of this i don't know american dream thing i don't know like because mm -hmm. there's also you see it in how everything else works over there with the little free holiday like the little holidays and the little amount of six days you have available it's like you work uh, or you and, and and that's what you need to do so i feel like it's culturally culturally very um combined there in a way but i do think in general i feel i see a trend of people prioritizing their life over their work way more than they did and i think mm -hmm. it's gonna go i think the generations bef after us the younger ones they are like they don't want to they're not doing this anymore the way that our parents mm -hmm. are doing it the way we have been doing it probably and they just want to like live a nice life and stuff which is fair <laughs> mm -hmm. <laughs> but yeah absolutely there's um, definitely a shift in that yeah there is and um mm. it's really nice to see that, that each generation is taking back more freedom that we didn't have in the generation before um, mm. and more more just doing it their own ways. Um, mm. Yeah, um, I think like, I don't know, do you have do you have anything you want to say before I say like my closing thoughts? No. Okay. Say your closing okay. thoughts. My closing thoughts. Um, yeah, I just think that we need to be more gentle with ourselves uh, when it comes to like expectations and 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 timelines that we th we think that we need to and should adhere to because because they don't they don't matter at the end of the day like it's about how you feel and what's working on your own personal timeline and like doing doing what you love you do you um and mm. and just taking each day as it comes and doing your very best to love life mm. It's difficult enough as it is sometimes anyway. For sure. Mm. Like it's difficult enough when you're just doing you. Um, it's even more difficult when you're mm. trying to do someone else's idea of what life should be. Ain't that the truth? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Good, good last words. I don't have anything to add, to be honest. Cool. <laughs> so that's our thoughts on uh, this topic of why the patriarchy can suck it. 
<laughs> I mean, the patriarchy can always fucking suck it. It's true. It's true. Um, but in this instance, this is why the patriarchy can suck it. It's true. <laughs> yeah. Uh, cool. So thanks for tuning in this week. We will be back next week with another amazing episode of Geek Herring. In the meantime, you can join us on Discord at geekherring.com forward slash Discord or find us on Twitter. Um, I was going to say all social media, but that is a downright lie. So just Twitter at Geek Herring. <laughs> Bye. Bye. If you like this episode of Geek Herring, why not leave us an iTunes review? You can also find us on social at Geek Herring and over on geekherring.com. 